0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Real Talk Real Estate. I'm your host Steve Benson, and today I'm talking to the other host, Remy Morvan. All right, I'm here with Remy Morvan, co-host of Real Talk Real Estate. How's it going? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> so we figured we should probably do a show where we actually talk about um, who, who, we, are we, who we, we are and what we do, yeah, and uh, and why people should. Tune in to hear us talk about things and stuff and interview people. So uh, this is the first, let's call it interview the host episode. Perfect. Yeah. And we got the first
1: uh, on camera episode as well. So hopefully uh, we can do a lot more of those, especially if uh, if a lot of agents that are coming into Ottawa and they want to drop in and we can uh, have a conversation. We'd much rather do it in person. A, the audio is so much better. Way better. And B, once you can actually see someone's face, you can... uh, you know, you can either judge
0: a little bit better if you like that person or not. (laughs) And now, now watch, now that we've said that the audio is going to be terrible on this episode. So it better not be, that's your job. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) please be good. So, yeah. So I just want to, uh, ask you a couple of questions. Let's talk about, uh, first your origin story. How'd you get into real estate? What happened before? Well, so before
1: I was in real estate, I was running a, um, a kind of a healthcare agency. So we staffed personal support workers into people's houses. Um, I started that with an existing company, but we started that division from scratch and built it. And I kind of got a taste for building something from scratch and having my own kind of business, although it wasn't my own, it yep. was my own to do with what I wanted. Uh, but at the end of the day, all the, all the, the fruits of the labor did not uh, come my way. So i um, you know, at one point I just said, I want to get into business. And I was always into investing into real estate, always constantly, even while at work, like just on MLS, just checking things and planning for the future. And, uh, you know, one day I said, okay, I'm going to go into business for myself. I've had piss poor experiences with my own personal real estate transactions and just thought that, uh, the service just was way below par. Um, and I said, I can do better. And it has, so it, I never got into it to say like, I'm going to make, you know, it had nothing to do with money. It had nothing to do with, it was getting my own business, which is something I always understood with real estate. And I think why in my first year, um, first year for second, my second year was to date one of the most successful years I've had because since then, uh, purchased the brokerage and, you know, my time went away from hundred uh, percent selling homes to, you know, a mix of running the brokerage and selling properties. So, um, but I always had it, I had that distinction when uh, it's, I'm a business first. Like I never, I never saw myself as a real estate agent. It was, I'm in business and my product just so happens to be real estate, homes and condos, etc. cetera. Um, and when I went around speaking uh, for the Ontario Real Estate Association, like that's my opening slide for everybody. It's you need to understand that dis- distinction is you are a business first and then realtor second. Like, yeah. you know, if all you want to do is be transactional and hunt the next sale, you're yeah. constantly like, man, that is not the right way to run a business. If you want to burn yourself out, be transactional, continuously wake up every morning wondering where the hell your leads are going to come from. Yeah. uh, That would be a depressing uh,
0: business for me to run. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's hard. I think it's, I think it's hard for people to, when they get into the business, seeing the easy money, right. Mm -hmm. And for anybody just listening, there's air quotes, big exaggerated air quotes (laughs) around the easy money part. Uh, There's some transactions
1: where it's just, it's, you feel bad. Yeah. Because of the money. And then others where you're, you literally like, and as there might be comments like, You know, you're full of BS, but there are transactions that you make like $6 an hour or, you know, you are way, way underpaid. Uh, But there's obviously the transactions where you you feel bad, the the property. But that's what we're hired for, right? There's a a funny meme that goes around, you know, it's like, you know, Remy, I want my house sold quick and for the most amount of money that I can get. It's like, okay. Then you do that. It sells in two days and you're like, well, you're overpaid. Yeah. That's what you hired me for. Yeah, exactly.
0: So that's it. And I mean- you know, I want to go back to before real estate. Mm-hmm. So back to before real estate, do you think that having, having that experience of running a business, but not run, let's say managing a business. Yeah. I was a yeah manager. It was, we started with no staff and no clients. Yep. And it was just more like, Hey Remy, here's a division that we want to start run with it. Yeah. You know? Um, so you think that helped in, uh, in getting your mindset, right. As opposed to if you were an employee before you got into real estate.
1: Yes. A hundred percent. Cause it's just, and that's all those same. uh, And it's again, the same things that I talk about, you know, repeatedly is just that there are pillars in business that you just can't ignore. It doesn't matter if you're selling shoes. It's why I'm very, you know, a lot of people are like, man, real estate is changing. Like what's going to happen if agent, like our agents going to be around. If I'm like, I don't care. I can sell shoes tomorrow. Yeah. Where I can go sell, you know, microphones. I can it's the pillars of business will always be the same. Yeah. So that's what I brought into, you know, and that was a learning experience. We we grew it really fast. And I don't want to get into any numbers of how much revenue, but you know, it was in the yeah. in within two years of us starting that division. It wasn't just myself, it was myself and one other person. Um, within two years of that, it was, you know, the revenue was in the seven figures, right? Yeah. So I knew I could do it and we started from scratch and we, you know, we, we did it. Um, so it gave me the confidence to run. And, and it's why I get asked a lot of times, like, man, like you were in real estate three years and you purchased into a brokerage. It's like, yeah, because yeah. I just, you know, uh, I know that the, whether now I'm just an agent or now I'm a, I own a brokerage, the pillars of business are the same. I know what I have to do and I know I can do it. Um, just in real estate, it's a little, a little harder because I just don't want
0: every agent under the, that has a license to come and work for us. Right. Well, yeah. And speaking about that, that model, that's, that's the popular model, right? Mm -hmm. There's the joke about if you can fog up a mirror, you can get a job here. Yeah. Right. With a lot of them. And I think that, you know, the business model is a little different. So what's the business model that you prefer?
1: It's the whole, like, you know, uh, I think we've, we've just moved to this office, but we're having, uh, you know, our motto stuck up on the wall uh, shortly. And it's, you know, really good people. That's all. That's, that's the entire model yeah. of this brokerage is just people that you can come in and shoot the shit with, share ideas. You know, you get the more you, you talk to a lot of agents that have been at kind of these these massive brokerages, it's, it's not, it's not friendly. It's not uh, conducive to a sharing of ideas and things like that. Like everyone kind of keeps, keeps their, like, I've got my business and I'm doing, I'm doing well. Like, you know, I did, I did 40 transactions last year. I'm not telling any of you guys how I did it. You know, these are my secrets where here it's like, you know, our top two agents is like, you know, we always sit down, we have, we have shoot the shit meetings and it's like, what's working for you. And you know, and for me, if they don't want to share, then,
0: it out, you know, flag, there, yeah. there
1: are so many other brokerages that you can go work for. Right. Yeah, And it's the attractive part, I think, uh, of real estate. I think there's, there's, there's a lot of, of this going on. Like capital homes, not the only one, like even no. in Ottawa, we see it. There's these, a lot of smaller brokerages and a lot of big names that are just kind of just saying, you know what? Yeah. I'm done with this model. Um, I want to, I want to come into work. Like that's the other thing that I want to create is people that never want to come into the office, for them to say like, I want to come in the office today. Yeah. And, you know, I just, just to, you know, I'll get some work done. I'll, sh- you know, shoot the shit. I'll learn, I'll see what's going on. And, you know, there's so much knowledge to share. And, you know, and I, th- I think even though we have only, um, you know, 15 agents, there's a lot of, there's a lot that people can share. Like, you know, you, yeah. you, even in, even me, I've been in real estate a very long time, but if I ever get a 20 unit building to put up for sale, like, I'm calling in Mundo, Yeah, you know, and he's going to share yeah. everything. Cause he's sold multiple, multiple 22, 24 unit apartment buildings. Right. So he's our guy that we can lean on to, to get that information. And he'll never shy away. Like that's the, he'll never keep that to himself. Yeah. Right. And we have this, this, this sharing atmosphere, which I think a lot of agents over time are, are wanting that now. Yeah. And real estate is changing so fast and, you know, um, and with, the the age of technology that we're living in like you can't just rely on on scripts and and stupid sales tactics right
0: yeah people's bullshit detector is a little bit better than it used to be i think and and that's that's the hard part with a lot of these um transactional transactional mindsets right Yeah, maybe when you want to be
1: transactional, and you know then it's why sometimes even with new agents you know brand new agents they kind of I've had interviews with some, and they end up at a bigger brokerage because, like you know, I'm straight up with them from the beginning. I'm like, I'm, don't expect me to train you on any scripts or anything. Like, if you need, yeah. if you need scripts to convince people, on to, it means you're just, just means you're not trustworthy. Yeah. You have to, you have to, you know, run around the, these these honest questions, and you know. Gear people towards the decision you want them to make, not the decision that's that they want to make or that they're comfortable with. You're trying to guide them uh, into a way to get the get the sale. Right. And and don't get me wrong. There's you know, there's a million different ways to get your business going. And, you know, if I if I was cold calling, I would maybe, you know, I've never done a cold call in my life, but I would probably have some sort of a script to, you know, but open the conversation up. I find scripts are too you know, I'm, I've never trained them. Yeah. so I am speaking out of, out of turn because I, I just don't believe in
0: them. Yeah. But. I think there's a, I think there's a place for, uh, having a process in place, mm-hmm. but I think that scripts, you know, you can have a process where you ask these questions because you need to know these answers, yeah. but not a written out. Hi, my name is, and I'm with, you know, you don't hey. need to have that in front of you. And if you do need to have that, you need to find another way. I think. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Like with some
1: of why I've had, uh, um, uh, a lot of success in open houses, um, I find is I've just reversed. I just, I know what they're going to walk into. Mm -hmm. So I kind of change it and people are always taken aback by how relaxed I am. Yeah. How, you know, I'm, I tell everyone, I'm like, you know, sign in, but I'll never contact you. Like, I'm not going to follow up with you 12 times. (laughs) Um, try and get, that's what they say. They're like, Oh man, to get, to get a lead, you got to follow up like 12 times. Like, no, I just, you know, instead of, My Thursdays, instead of going through script training for six hours every Thursday or three hours every Thursday, um, I just learn everything there is to know about the market. So when I'm in an open house, I don't have to talk about putting them on an MLS search. I'm just like, hey, you know, these are the these are the prices that uh, um, did our camera just shut off yeah but you go so you know th- this is what's going on these are the new rules this is and people just right away they're just you know they're taken aback by how knowledgeable you are instead of how much how strong you're trying to convince them to you know become a client which is yeah. what I do is as I know and I've I kind of preempt people to like you know you're gonna to go to another three open houses today or i always ask like how many more open houses do you have you're yeah. like a few more i'm like just be careful everyone's gonna be pushing you to get on an mls search and stuff like yeah. that and you know every agent you just you know i don't care if it's me like you don't have to ever use me but um you know every agent can can do those kind of things for you so yeah. and people are taking aback and then they walk into those other open houses and of course they walk into that they're like and it just helps with the, I've gotten calls and they're like, yeah, they're like, you know, that's how that's exactly yeah. what you <laughs> said was going to happen is the next three people, like just press, tried to pressure us to, uh, sign up and to be a client that they could put me, they can do all these, the same spiel that every agent does. Right. Um, which I don't find that's not where the value lies for real estate agents. There's a lot more, if that's your value prop that you can put them on an MLS search and they can get properties 24, 48 hours before they hit the market. If yeah. that's like what you are holding on for dear yeah. life, you're going to have a rough time in real estate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not really a special sauce, but uh, okay. So going back a little bit further, I noticed that you didn't mention anything about punching people in the face for a living for a while. Uh, no. I wouldn't call it a living. The pain no. was, that wasn't very, wasn't very good, but,
1: and it's funny you mentioned that because that actually helped tremendously with my
0: business was something. Um, so first, before you get into that, yeah, you should tell people what it is first. Not just I'll get well, I'm running around I'll, and punching people in I'll, the face.
1: I was not running around in yeah. the streets, punching people <laughs> in the face, but I'm from a tiny, tiny town uh, in Northern Ontario. It's where I was born. I moved to Ottawa when I was 19 for school. So um, I had never been, I was four foot nine in grade nine. It was mm-hmm. tiny. Um, i had never been in a fight in my life. And then uh, my father's a a black belt in karate and I just, I was getting overweight. It was like, and I talked to my dad, I was always competitive. I wanted to do something competitive. I asked my dad, I'm like, what should I do? Like, you know, I want to do some kind of martial arts of some sort. And he said, uh, get into jujitsu. So I got into jujitsu and uh, started competing at age 23, doing a whole bunch of tournaments, winning a whole bunch in the States. And then uh, the opportunity to fight my first pro mixed martial arts fight, came about. Um, and that's where it really helped me a lot. And it's something why I'm gonna be pushing, you know, as my kids get older to push them into martial arts. It really, I had never thought like, I can't do that. I've never been in a fight. I'm gonna, I'm not a violent person. But the aspect of learning of time in. So any time, and it relates to business so well is that the more time you put into something, you're gonna get results. But what a lot of people do is they get a third of the way and they quit. Yeah. And they don't do, they don't put in all that, that, that effort, you know, it's like, oh, this, this either door knocking isn't working or my, you know, I did a, I did a Facebook campaign for three weeks and it's not working, mm-hmm. you know, they never, they don't follow it through. And so what martial arts told, taught me is that I can never fight. I can never be a fighter. And then all of a sudden, you know, five years later, six years later, I have 14 professional fights, traveled the world, uh, you know, fought for big organizations like TKO, which is basically the, the Canadian feeder to the UFC. Yeah. Some of my friends have fought in the UFC. Um, So it really taught me that it was just time in, it was yeah. just, I had put so much time. I would be training every week, like, you know, at least three hours a day, every day from t- age 23 till, you know, 27, 28 um, might've been my last fight, but uh I had trained so much that, you know, it's why I had, Success. Right. Like, yeah. So, you know, uh, and I, re- it relates to business and I tell everybody, it's just, you know, you can't do something. You can't hone a skill as much. And, you know, getting business, I find is the greatest challenge that real estate agents have. Yeah. It's, it's not the process of helping someone buy and sell a house is not difficult. No. Um, But getting that continuous stream of clientele is you know, the biggest challenge, it's why people drop out of real estate so much, because it's that hard. I believe some of the best real estate agents ever quit because yeah. they were amazing. They would have been like, they would have cared for their clients more. They would have done every, they would have gone above them, but they couldn't generate any business. Yeah. And then you have these horrible agents, you know, that are just great marketers. Yeah. They can just continuously get a stream of people coming in you know with all these promises and stuff like that and then they don't have to deliver great service because they've got another 14 buyers that sign up next week right they're like i don't care if you're not happy with this experience like i'm so busy it's like so i find some of the best best representatives that would have done the best job for people just couldn't couldn't generate enough business yeah to stay alive to pay the bills to you know pay the mortgage so they've had to go and leave real estate because the attrition rate is insane in real estate yeah, it's you know it's more wild. than 50 percent don't even make it to renew their license in two years right yeah so and even less you know for the next renewal is like i think and the, it could be wrong i remember hearing like you know only 20 percent actually renew a second time yeah so you have 80 percent of people who get their license you know don't even make it to year four
0: yeah so yeah and so on that note, what's, what are some tips that you can think of that can help, you know, the agent that's listening, that's a year in and going, man, I've done four sales. I can't keep this up. Right. You need to double down. And you know what, uh,
1: if you are listening to this and this is the first time you are like, go back and listen to the Ryan Hodge uh, podcast as well. I am a believer. Like I get so many, there's so many agents that, Um, I speak to, and, you know, I'm actually speaking to one, you know, she's not having a great start to the year, didn't have a fabulous, you know, but what are you doing every day? Like, are you spending two hours a day, you know, with actual tangible, um, you know, (sighs) things that you're doing to get business. And Ryan Hodge touches on this really well. And it's just these non-negotiables, like I'm, you know, a big part of my business has come from, from Facebook and from, I just, I understand how people behave on them. And I actually do it from a place of intent. Um, and it's given me, but I'm on there, you know, like four hours a day. Right. Right. And it it brings me a constant stream of business. Um, But I am putting in those those hours. Right. And and it's not necessarily by me posting. You'll notice that I don't, you know, in the beginning I had to. So if you're a new agent, you have a few things that you have to do. So you have to a let people know that you're in the business. One of the thing is using your your sphere. And here's where it gets tricky. And I've seen a lot of people have this struggle is they get into real estate and there's fears not using them because whatever you did in your past in your yeah. past careers in your you were not a trustworthy person yeah so it doesn't matter that you have four thousand friends on Facebook and you have this power to market to all these people yeah if they're like, yeah that guy was shady yeah like you know he was <laughs> he was a club promoter and he yeah. was like, you know we just we knew he was on all these drugs and like like well, they're not going to, they're not gonna be like, Hey, you know what? Now that John is a real estate agent, let's use him yeah. because he's got his real estate license. He was always, you know, a horrible person. <laughs> so a lot of people think that they're, you know, their friends and family are just going to automatically use them. Right. So yeah. you have to be careful. Not everyone. I feel like it's a, it's an industry where everyone thinks that they can do it yeah. and it's a lot harder than people believe. So if you aren't a trustworthy person, you need to go into a different marketing strategy than working with your sphere and referrals, yeah. because if people can't trust you, they won't refer you. You're going to be, you're going to need to go down that uh, transactional kind of mindset where you're going to have to find constantly find leads, and that's that's an either an a an expensive way to go because you have to buy your leads through yeah. advertising, um, or you know it's just a stressful. Way to go because yeah. you'll get these cold leads and then they lead to nowhere, right? Um, and it's when you go the other route and you can be trustworthy and you can use your sphere and over time you prove it. You know, it's the referral, the way to build. I, I find you speak to any successful agent. You know, after a while, it is strictly through referral, right? Like they've yeah. just they've built it where. And there's still that doesn't mean you sit back and relax. I've seen a lot of agents do that where they have a great year. They have a great yeah. third year. Yeah. Like, All right. I'm on autopilot now. Yeah. The referrals <laughs> will just keep coming. And, you know, they don't take care of people. They don't add value. They don't educate, you know, it's, they just, they sit back, put their feet up and they're like, wait for the phone to call. Right. Yep. I had a great third year, you know, I did 20 ends. I'll probably do 25 next year because more people will refer me, but it's so how quick people either forget or they have a family member that gets into the business. Like the turnover for how many people are always entering this business, you know, is, is crazy.
0: Yeah. Actually, I had the other day, I had somebody who said, Hey, are you still in real estate? It's somebody that I've been working with and they were on a search The mm. search stopped and they were like, Oh, are you still in real estate? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, fr- I should probably get posting again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Just to remind people that it's, uh, that you're out there and it's, I think there's that delicate balance between, uh, you know, over posting, Mm -hmm. and the right amount of posting plus you don't know who's going to be seeing it and that sort of thing so um so what what would you say as a guideline you know personal to professional page it depends where you are like i don't i'm horrible now like
1: or in the sense of like i'll i don't have a i i may not post for four or five days and stuff but what i do is reverse engagement and like uh well actually me adam and josh did a uh we did the the Ryan Hodge uh, webinar, and you know it's exactly like the way he's do he does it is what I do. I re, I do the reverse posting, so yeah. I actually get engaged in other people's lives. Yep. Who cares? Who cares what's going on with my real estate career? Like people don't generally maybe, like the people that are close to me care for yeah. my success, but on the whole, like people don't care that I'm doing an open house. Like I've stopped yeah. posting, you know new listings and open house like that. I'm doing an open house on my personal page. I much rather educate people. So when the new rules come out new mortgage rules, interest rate rises, like it's, it's our job to let people know, you know, how to navigate those things Like we are the professionals. So that's what I do, but I don't have a magic sauce in the beginning. It would be in the beginning. I would post a lot more, you know, to just constantly remind people because they don't know your, in real estate. So to continuously do that, but I would have an, a good, a healthy, at least, you know, five to one, five personal posts. People are on Facebook. And when I went speaking my, my entire speech this year for uh, the Ontario real estate association for the emerge conferences was uh, how to use these social media platforms and respect why people are there. Yeah. Like people aren't my friend on Facebook so that they can see that I'm doing open houses. Right. Right. They're there because my kids are so damn cute um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I have a, a life and, you know, I spent a lot of people, you know, my my martial arts and jiu-jitsu life was very, you know, was, was followed a lot back yeah. in the day and stuff. But that's why they're there. Yeah. Just because now all of a sudden, and you see this in a lot of people and, and it's detrimental to their businesses, they're posting about all this cool shit that they're doing. All these things, they're going, they're going hiking, they're they're doing all these stuff. Then they get their real estate license. Yeah. And then their entire Facebook feed is just real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate. You know, can I get a lead? Can I, you know, if you are, is anyone looking to buy a house this year? Like I can help you. I'm, you know, and what people don't realize is the algorithms, like the more you do that, the less people actually see any of your stuff. And Facebook's like, you know what, what Steve's putting now, people don't enjoy. Yeah. So we're going to stop showing it to, to the audience and people can unfollow people. Right. Yeah. So you, th- they're still your friend, but they don't even follow, they click the unfollow button. They don't see any of your content yeah. because you've annoyed them. And you know, you've used these, I, I see a lot of agents using shit like city blast and stuff like yeah. everything that comes out is not from them. And if you don't realize that Facebook's algorithm actually knows that yeah. <laughs> like the, the computers are a lot smarter than, uh, than we think. So these people are putting these things and they're wondering why they're not getting any engagement. So they're not getting any engagement on the stuff that they're putting and they're constantly just putting real estate stuff. So, you know, it just it has the reverse effect where your business can actually your business from Facebook can actually, uh, go backwards yeah so you're posting more but you're actually getting less results yeah because you know you're just you're flooding people with you stuff that is just not important to them that they don't care like it's great that you care a lot of people are like oh what can i say today it's like you know what i'm doing an open house everyone's going to care about no one cares about
0: that no my uh my twitter my twitter bio says Uh, a bunch of stuff. And then it says, I'm also in real estate and nobody gives a shit about real estate until they need real estate. Right. So exactly. So why post all this? And if you think about your friend, who's a, a mechanic, if everything that they posted was, Hey, come by the shop, half off tires or oil changes, or, Hey, I just worked on this car. Do you really care? Right. Not until I need an oil change. Right. When I need an oil change, I'll be like, Oh Yeah. yeah. But I've had, but I've had people where, and even lately I've
1: just, I'm I find that I, I get too much garbage in my feed mm-hmm. and I've started to unfollow a lot because I want, Same, yeah. I want the stuff that I do want to see. Right. And we're yeah. already seeing those changes with Facebook in the sense of their new, their new algorithm that they they've written for business pages. Like business pages are now basically, basically obsolete. Yeah. Well, they need replaced to, to launch, you need it ads, to launch, ads. right? That's yeah. it. So don't expect anything from your business page unless you are running ads. Yeah. Or somebody's yeah, on the back end. going to it for a specific reason, like they want to. But send no you one goes to a real estate agent's no. web, like business page. Like yeah. you see these people that have bought all their likes, you know, from free hockey tickets and stuff. So they have they have twenty five hundred likes on their business page, and yeah. then they're like new listing, and it's like there's three people that like it and it's all people from their team. Yeah. It's the three agents that, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, like, it's just so stupid that, yeah. you know, why would you buy? I've never, I don't have a big business page, but the people that are there went there organically Yeah, and through, you know, and I have gotten leads and messages through there. Yeah. But I find for, if you're, when you're offering free hockey tickets, people aren't really, they're like, my brother's a real estate agent, but I want to win hockey tickets. So, yeah. you know, you have this inflated number of, of likes on your page to make you feel good about Yourself. There's probably
0: a few a few uh real estate agents that put their put yeah. their like in there as well yeah, exactly. trying to get tickets yeah. from you. So <laughs> that
1: they yeah. would give to their clients. They're like, hey, yeah. I got these tickets
0: yeah, exactly. from uh, <laughs> I won a contest and I got these hockey tickets. Do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I guess we can wrap up. I know you gotta get uh get moving. It is a PD day. It is a PD so, day yeah, PD and, day with uh, the kids is it's, it's
1: the it's the fun of real estate, it's a job that. You're always on. It never ends. And we had to get this, had to get something out uh, for Monday. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go skating on the canal today. Right on. With the kids. And uh, at least not a puddle anymore. So that's good. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a puddle, I think, tomorrow. That's why we have to go today. It's like, literally, it's like (laughs) one day open, three days closed, one day open. So, but those are the fun, fun parts of Ottawa, right? You can... There's always a lot to do. So yeah. even on a see the day, fun spots. at least like no one can see that
0: I'm wearing big Sorel boots right now. Yeah. So mind you, you know, you got it in this weather. It's, yeah. it's the way it's got to be. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, we'll wrap it up and uh, we'll come back Maybe we'll do one for me. We'll do a round two. And if, uh, if anybody out there has any questions for us or want to know anything about what's going on in our lives. But you might not give a shit about it because it's real estate. So uh, I like your second life with scotch and whiskey. Scotch and and whiskey. Well, we'll, it's more entertaining than real estate. Absolutely. So we'll we'll learn all about that in uh, in another one whenever uh, Remy starts asking me the questions. Awesome. Right on. All right, guys. Until next time. Take care. See you later.